I'll admit it, I hate the word normal. Call me ordinary, I can take that. At least there's potential in ordinary. You can be extraordinary and extraordinary. But sometimes we need to look at what we don't want to be to drive us in the direction of what we want to be. I don't want to be normal. This is the first in a series on my website, mrjohncain.com. So jump in and subscribe to my free thoughts newsletter. Lots more to come, so let's get into it. Now, in my late 40s, on the slippery slope to 50, I'm becoming acutely aware of the span of my life, and I guess you could say a deeper sense of purpose. You might say it's the beginning of a midlife crisis, but it's not that simple. I don't have a sudden desire to be young again, but I have the perspective now to see what the younger me could not. Even better, I still have time to do something about it. From a young age, I was seeking the mysteries behind that veil of life. I was always fascinated with the paranormal. When I was 11, I loved playing with Ouija boards. At 15, I became probably the youngest ever committee member of a local psychic research society. I was not normal. Looking back, I never discovered or experienced anything profoundly supernatural during those times. It was merely the idea that there might be something else to the strange life that we live. Despite the name, that Psychic Research Society was actually a well-balanced group who would approach everything with a degree of skepticism and question every probable cause. What it really taught me was, if nothing else, to consider all angles and to question. My own daughter, from the age of five, would stop and look at the world around her and say, it's so strange that we're alive. I don't ever want her to lose that sense of wonder. She is not normal. Even to this day, I'm both terrified and fascinated by you know, that infinite expanse that is the universe. I can't help but be aware of how insignificant I am in the larger span of time. Is that normal? None of us are born normal. We are born rebels, every single one of us. We learn by pushing the boundaries. I mean, trust me, the creative penmanship of my two-year-old across every single surface of the kitchen and the lounge yesterday was testament to this. So many successful people in this world are not those who followed the expected path. They've been the rebels, the misfits, who find their own way. Of course, it depends how you define success, but in my view, it's being able to make change in the world for the better. The script from Apple's 1997 Think Different campaign sums this up perfectly. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them. Because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world 
ones who do. Love that. It's a quote that resonates deeply with who I am, and it resonates with so many of us, which is why it's genius advertising. I love that it connects us all to that sort of innate rebel that we once were, and it makes us feel our potential. But then reality hits. Hey, I'm not pushing the human race forward. I went and bought the latest iPhone. I'm still just normal. Damn you, Apple. As humans, we've always loved the rags to riches stories or the success out of adversity story. But that's not the only story. It's not my story. I mean, I'm from a good family and from relative privilege compared to so many. I don't for a minute forget how lucky it makes me in this world. And I wouldn't change it. Sometimes though, it does make me feel a bit ordinary. So I remember to embrace that inner rebel when I feel like that, even if it's just to take me from ordinary to extraordinary, hey, at least it's a start. I don't go around drawing on the walls, but the temptation to be an artist who throws paint at a canvas, hey, that's real. I don't go and paint the town red either. I mean, binging and brawling is not the rebel's fight. You have to pick your battles to win that war of identity. We all struggle with our identity at times in life, particularly in our teenage years and then again midlife. The pressure to conform molds us all in different ways. And some of us learn to question, resist and rebel. My kids are yet to become teenagers, but a part of me hopes they learn to rebel with purpose. I can set them up with emotional intelligence and in the process improve my own ability. The greatest skill we can teach the next generation is deep diving. So when my seven-year-old asks about something, I try and help her to learn for herself and to just dig deeper. Instead of a short, distracted response that's so easy to give, I say, hey, sit down and I'll research it with you. We use Google, Wikipedia, ChatGPT, and this way she starts to value the idea of deep diving into a topic. The second part of this is deep diving our emotional responses and reactions. This one's a little more complex to navigate. The timing is key. You know, trying to discuss reactive behavior in the heat of a moment never works. Finding time to just sit down later and talk is the key. But transfer some of the power. Let them choose when that happens, as long as it does happen. We've got this great book called Raising Good Humans by um, Hunter Clark Fields. And occasionally I'll find our seven-year-old sitting there reading a page. So I'll ask her to read a section out, read it out loud, and then we'll just discuss it. The knowledge that truly sticks in life is what we discover for ourselves. So instead of lecturing the kids, create opportunities for them to learn for themselves, or even better, get them to teach us. If kids can learn to learn from a young age, they will have the discipline to apply that to their rebellious reactions too. If there's something they don't like, let's guide them to find out why. Help them understand their feelings to consider all the angles through the deep diving. So document, communicate it, and then find ways to take action. So I've been trying to apply this new operating system, this new mode 777 for read, write, execute. And I've shown my daughter how to become the super user. She prefers superhero. 
It's inspired by the old school Unix operating system that I worked with years ago, where you can change file permissions with the command line. It's a prompt chmod777 or change mode. It basically changes the full read, write, execute permissions to be able to do anything. So in this case, to read is to deep dive the subject or your feelings. To write is to document and communicate what you're learning. And to execute is to put it into action all the solutions that you've learned. So now they've upgraded their operating system. We're no longer normal playing characters in this game. We're becoming self-aware rebels seeking to find gaps in the code. I don't want to be normal. <laughs>